ladies, gentlemen, members of the board, members of the horde, and those of you who might currently have your member stuck in a gourd, welcome to the Let It Bleed podcast. Standing in for your whimsical wizard today is your verified voodoo vaquero, Phil Arroyo. Unfortunately, your fearless leader, David Amaya, came down with a bit of a flu, a bit of a sore throat. Uh, I'm assuming while freestyle battling some Gorgons or something like that. Anyways, we wish him a full recovery. And today, we've got a wonderful episode for you guys. We have a good friend of mine, all-around badass businessman, Michael Bowie. Yes, that's right. He is undeniably successful, the current CEO of uh, Pixarity, a, uh, a photo booth company that has given me many a profile picture. And uh, we really, you know, get into the, the, you know, he's been a hustler for as long as I know him. We get into that businessman spirit, uh, you know, in it, and uh, how to really take a full, full, you know, perspective um, approach to improving yourself uh, financially, you know, through doing it through health. So he, he's been through a pretty, uh, a pretty impressive weight loss transformation as well. So we get into that and how that feeds into having the energy to really uh, take yourself and your success up to that next level. So it's a very, very fascinating conversation. We also uh, dig into the end a little bit on his history as a uh, uh, dealing with cam, uh, cam sites and, and cam girls and stuff like that. It's, it's a pretty, pretty interesting stuff there. We didn't dig too deep because we're not quite ready to get into his next business just yet. But, uh, you know, for those of you who are interested in uh, getting some photo booths out there, that is Pixarity, P-I-X-A-R-I-T-Y, and you can check them out on Pixarity.co, not com, Pixarity.co. Also, they are just Pixarity on Instagram as well. And if you guys want to check out his other project going on, uh, they are beta testing Camversity right now. So that's Camversity, as in like a university. So C-A-M-V-E-R-S-I-T-Y.com to check out the beta for that one. Now, in other news, we've also got the Art in the Park coming up this Sunday, December 17th, and that's uh, put on by Dave and the Psychedelic Lions Den, and that's going to be at Peak Park in Swim Stadium from uh, 10 to 10 this Sunday. So make sure that you check out the links in the description of this episode to get uh, a link straight to the Facebook event page, get all the details that you want there, as well as checking them out on Instagram. That is at psychedelic underscore lions underscore den. And finally, and a bit of our news here, uh, we've got the 2017 After Party coming up from Regal Collective. We're really excited about that one. Currently working on some cool promo stuff to put out, so you guys will be hearing more about that in the next com- weeks coming up. But that's going to be on January 6, 2018 at our uh, previously undisclosed location in Anaheim. So we also have a link to that event in the description of the- this episode. So please make sure you check us out there as well as follow the Regal Collective on social media. So that is at RGL Collective on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and however else you want to take care of us. And while you're at it, please make sure that you uh, subscribe and make sure that you are downloading all of our episodes for the uh, Let It Bleed podcast. However you get your podcast, keep doing that. Share it around. Tell your friends. We really appreciate it. And of course, you can always follow us on social media at let it bleed cast just like it sounds on facebook instagram and twitter uh don't forget to grab uh dave's personal one that is at hood rat stuff with three f's on twitter 
myself. I am at nobody cares on Instagram. Uh, nobody cares Phil on Instagram and at Phil Nobody Cares on Twitter. And that is going to do it for us. So without further ado, let's get it. Somebody was telling me, and it still could be all full of shit, but that I might have a gluten allergy, and that's why my stomach gets all fucked up. But but see, okay, see, a, a lesser person would take that information and go, "Yep, that's what's wrong with me," and then like never take any like, you know, effort to start working out or or you know eating differently. So you're basically saying me. <laughs> oh, is that what you were about to do? I'm about to, to not. Well, I'm about to preempt you and shame you from from making bad choices. I feel like it could be a multitude That's of things, job. but yeah, it's just always funny that people do that. Can I get a water? Yeah, over there? well, but yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, gluten is like, yeah, it does something, but like, I don't know. It affects everybody in a certain way, but it's not like you're allergic to it, you know? It's like, well, don't, it's eat, just, don't eat a fuckload of sugar either. Like We all know that yeah. you're not allergic to it. It's like coming to the restaurant, it's like, oh, can you please uh, leave this off of there? Oh, okay, sure. Uh, yeah, he's allergic. No, you're not allergic. Really? You're allergic? Like, you're not allergic. You just don't like it. You can yeah. say, I don't want pickles or I don't want, uh, you know, fucking onions on my burger with like chunks. Save it with the I'm allergic crap. There is some like patient zero mom blog somewhere that was like, you know what? You can just tell them that you're allergic to gluten and they have to make it without all the gluten. Like life hack. It's like, no, fucking Karen, sit down. Stay home with your your kids. Nobody wants to hear your stupid opinions. You're just making life harder for everyone else. It's just sad. Are you guys guys off SoundCloud yet? Yes. Yeah, no, we are completely done with SoundCloud now. Okay, cool. Yeah, we moved on to a different... uh, a different service. Yeah. I think I think our account's still up, and yeah. if it's right, actually I have not checked back on it. But if it's right, it should still like have like a feed that like yeah. points externally, on like our SoundCloud thing. But we're on a whole different you know hosting service because SoundCloud was, it was good to get started and it was all we like knew. Yeah. And then as we're like doing this and learning more about it, I'm like, oh, this is the worst one that we could use. So. We made a little transfer over about a couple months ago. I'm so sorry, though, to interrupt because I've just been, like, fixated on this script right in front of me. Is script? script? I don't know if it was, yeah. We, apparently, oh, we have scripts now. That was definitely that was definitely her. We have scripts now, and it actually fits the narrative that I would be into, so I'm going to go ahead and read the script. Oh. This is going to set the course for the I'm rest excited. of the show. It is popular belief that there are supreme beings that existed beyond Earth. We can call them aliens. However, skeptics wonder... If there are aliens with such superior intelligence, why don't they try to contact or interact with us? In response, I suppose it is for the same reason we never tried to talk to ants. Whoa! 
Right? Fucking boom. Boom. Dropping knowledge right off the boom. top. Boom. Exactly. I was just talking about this actually. Seriously, that's why it's really funny. Uh, because I was like talking no, she, about. She ordered like some clothes and like they gave, they gave her like this little card. It. So she put, so she wrote script and then taped that to the top of the card. It would have been and left that here. Just left the T off and just put script. Script. <laughs> script. Yeah, this is the script for the show. We scripting out here. We scripting. What's we up? Scripting. What up scripting? <laughs> but yeah, we were just talking about like you know. This is like two more riffs away from being racist. So <laughs> tread lightly. Back to you know what I was talking. I think I told you about my little like cartoon idea with like the the you know bacteria in the guy's stomach or whatever. Like how it's just like the universe exploding uh, I, and then in, in his stomach basically. Like, I all do think you've on. talked about that before. Yeah. But re- refresh us a little bit because even I don't remember all the way so i have this like little cartoon storyboard thing that i was working on just for a, a little short and it's uh you know it's got like uh and i'm giving it away now but i mean whoever listens i guess Spoiler you gotta, alert. yeah giving it away wait till it comes out on instagram before you listen to this guys anyway so you got like you know kim jong-un and he's like next to this big old fucking nuclear thing and he's just like saying some shit to donald trump and then like donald trump's like oh fuck no and then he's next to a nuclear thing about to press this fucking button and then so shit goes down and, you know, stuff blows up and you got, like, Putin fucking, like, eating popcorn, watching TV, just, like, laughing. And then all of a sudden, like, breaking news. And then it's like a meteor comes to Earth and fucking just destroys Earth. And then it goes out to space in a spaceship and there's these aliens and they're, like, fucking partying and they're, like, celebrating that the Earth, you know, has, uh, you know, exploded. Except not all are celebrating because they had bets on it. And so some were, like, betting that it would be the Russians, it would be, like, fucking U.S. or whatever. And then it turns out that the odds were like really against like a meteor actually coming through and destroying it. And so there's like they're cheering, partying, and then next thing you know, their their pilot of their spaceship is wasted and they're headed straight for a fucking uh, comet or meteor shower or whatever, and they're carrying some like crazy space nuclear shit, blows up this whole entire universe, and then it fast forwards out from this bigger so alien being and he's like oh my stomach fucking hurts and then one of his other <laughs> alien friends is like what did you eat it's probably all the the candida in your back or your stomach oh, there's so much like made up words and shit yeah <laughs> the candida no it's actually a real thing the bad bacteria in your stomach oh okay Can, candida it's like, oh, that's the true. Candida. like, like no i mean, it must be all the sporgamorphs i do have i do you have really that really should cut back on those i do have that for the currency like it's like oh you owe me like you know glip glops but i can't say glip glops because that's rick and morty or that's whatever. already gibberish that's <laughs> yeah, been taken exactly gibberish that has been taken but no and then so like one of them it ends with one of them saying yeah you should totally try my probiotic <laughs> you know just <laughs> stupid shit. i like it it's, it's explosions uh, all the way down uh, a flash video that used to be about um which one the one where it's at the end of the world oh yeah end of the world the classic one man <laughs> that was like one of the original viral it's videos probably right the there. same thing and i just don't i've never seen it no I, no, no it's, 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 not, it's not but when you were describing it was like oh this like check yeah. out the animation style though i do yeah. like that because it's you know kind of well, shitty i love the animation though that they can do for to kind of show what this thing says like about you know zooming in on aliens and like having it to be like such a crazy world and like you know what if we were to to zoom out to what we can't even see. Although, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to get into that. It's just a, it's an entertaining thing because you can do so much with it, you know, just yeah. uh, making fun of shit. Yeah, well, you know, the universe I, is infinite and so are the dumb ideas that we can get stoned and animate. I mean, I can't think of a time before, I'm sure there was, but where, like, in South Park, when they did the whole reality shows, Earth uh, Earth reality show thing, like... I want to say that was like three years ago, but then we're going to look it up and I'm going to be sad because it was like 14 years ago and it's going to just date my life. So I'm just 
gonna not do that but we just like blew our minds as kids like oh laughing you know it was amazing because it's fucking you know like whatever and then i think rick and morty did a similar one right with the heads uh, when it was like the, the real like it was like a reality show with uh where they have to sing you have to come up with a hit song all right and they yeah. have to like it and they're like <laughs> who's next or what do they say yeah. but yeah 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 oh, show me what you oh, got show me what you got yeah. Yeah. yeah that was a good one oh classic stuff well Mike, how's it going, man? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing good, brother. I feel like I haven't seen you in like... Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. Well, no, what, like... what was the last event that we did? Uh, that would have been... Oh, wait. No, the last one you... Yeah, no. The one that... Last one we did together? Yeah. Which one even was that? I don't remember. Um, I think it would be... It was the, like... The Pyramid, so... Would it be... Yeah, so it was that Assassin's Creed thing. Assassin's like, Creed, right? That was like... I want to say two months ago. It was like a month before <laughs> it's, it's release. It's a long time because I, I was seeing you almost uh, every Yeah, we went week. from hanging out every day to, yeah. to yeah. Yeah, splitting us up. Even busy. though, and we're going to blame other people even though we only live like two blocks away <laughs> right. from each other. Yeah. But You've it's their yet. fault. Yeah, definitely. Um, I just started, um, me and my brother, just uh, we just did uh, Pixarity full time. So he left his... Well, uh, congratulations, six, man. Yeah. yeah. No, he that's left been... a six-figure job um, to do a full-time photo booth, and he doesn't even know if we're going to make as much or or make, um, make hey, but if you, or not. If you look in the biography of any great like entrepreneur, it's the one who has like the balls to, to you know, leave. leave that, you know, and do some, you know, make some crazy leaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was he doing with the six-figure job? So he worked for DirecTV, and he did uh, testing of the boxes. Uh-huh. Um, so he's making pretty good cash, and it was always going up from there. And he, it was stable. You know, it was it was uh, it was a great job for him. It was stable. It had uh, benefits. You know, healthcare. Oh shit! Yeah. So he, uh, I don't I, know what healthcare was like. He was working working it for quite a while, almost uh, I would say five years. And I, you know, finally convinced him. I was like, hey, like. Are you getting tired of this nine to five job? Um, when you know uh, we've been we've been doing this uh, pixarity thing for almost three years, mm-hmm. and uh, you see the potential that we could make. Um, and you finally leaped, uh, took the leap with us, and uh, we got a van. And uh, just uh, two months ago, we moved into a warehouse office uh, in Signal Hill. So that's been pretty ki- uh, kicking off. So Dude, can you let right us on, know, man. Yeah, can you let us ex- explain to us what it is exactly that you're that you're doing so that the right. people listening can uh, know what your company is? Right. So uh, Pixarity is a photo booth company. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do print photos of 2x6 strips or 4x6 postcard photos. Uh, you get those physically so you um, you know, stepping away from the digital aspect of uh, everyday uh, cell phones. Yeah. You know, everyone can take a selfie, but then they add it to their thousands of photos in their photo album. Uh, while you know when you have a photo booth at your event or wedding um, it's you get something physical yeah yeah and you get to post that on your wall yeah yeah I mean like all those you know pictures so many pictures that I've taken in the last you know couple years I I don't remember like most of them I've not looked at lately yeah but you know your photo like your Pixarity photo booth that we had I mean there's one right there and I think there's there's (laughs) one underneath it on the bottom that all yeah (laughs) the one that we did when we had all the cocaine props yeah yeah Yeah, so that's pinned to the top over there one thing you can pretty much guarantee unless you're going to a party with like freaking you know uh I don't even want to say anything because I don't want to offend anybody but lame-ass people like Mm -hmm. everybody's gonna enjoy that shit like people really do like getting pictures you mean of cocaine like actual you know, oh, oh. tangible <laughs> photos you know, things that they can touch and hold and uh instead of just taking it on their phone you know even if they do take a billion photos on their phone they still enjoy that's like the, you know the, the house photo that they get from whatever event that they're going to 
Yeah, exactly. And um, my my style of doing it is a little bit different. So we try to keep the branding to a minimum so that people want to keep it uh, more, right. you know, longer. Um, you know, other companies they try to put their logo on it, and then the company logo. It's like it's too cluttered. You want to, yeah. you want to, you know, give something that the people would want to enjoy. And yeah, they're gonna know where they got it from. So yeah, uh, there's no reason to slap like a big, you know, Target logo on it or anything like that. Everybody's, you know, just just rushing to like get as much, you know, squeeze as much of every like little individual opportunity as they can, not really thinking, you know, big picture like that. Whereas yeah. solid brand. And, and you giving people like just a good experience, you know, I've seen it firsthand yeah. many times and you got some pretty, you know, some pretty impressive clients going on. Exactly. Well, yeah. you know, we already have been working together with Ubisoft and we built some relationships there mm -hmm. and they trust that, um, they trust our opinion and uh, our business. So I've been able to use those professional connections and get them as one of our clients. So yeah. that is why you yeah. guys work together because you merge with Ubisoft and work with them. You don't actually work. Like, well, no, that's 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 going back a little ways. Okay. Yeah, our I mean, we've known each other for a long for a long time, yeah. a lot longer right. than than you know than we've just been working together. Oh no, no, I know yeah. you guys knew each other before that, but I'm saying as far as because you go to the events that he goes to, they exactly all, yeah, the we're going to all the same stuff. ones. Yeah, so yeah. Like, you're not actually like gaming the way he is. It's because of the the photo booth. No, no, no he he does he does both now. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah so Fuck yeah, it's kind of <laughs> he's he's using one opportunity to leverage his connections with another. That right. is good yeah. networking right there, Fuck man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess we can call it double dipping. Double <laughs> dipping, yeah. Um, so yeah, me uh, me and Phil, we we do the the game demo, mm -hmm. um, and sometimes they want to save some money, so instead of having a attendant uh, for the photo booth. Uh, which means that you have to hire another person. They can save money because someone doesn't need to be there 24 hours, you know? So if I'm there already doing a demo, I can also man the booth um, in between breaks. So it also saves the company some money as well. There you go. Mm -hmm. You know, and when you, when you approach them like that, and you're thinking from these, you know, efficiency standpoints, I mean, I mean, you're not going to get something if you don't ask for it, yeah. you know? And so, you know, you, you got a good pitch, you throw it out there and, you know, people bite. Exactly. When did you like? When did when was the idea for to do this? Like, when did it pop into your head? Like, hey, like you know, I can make some money off of doing that sort of stuff. Oh, uh, with Ubisoft specifically? No, like in general. Well, let's like go back to the, the Instabooth days. Oh, okay. how, so, that, how did it all get going? Um, it's pretty simple. So the Instabooth started when a lot of my friends, um, my brother's friends, started getting married, and I, you know, I had some extra cash and like I wanted to invest because I I feel like I'm a, I like to invest in different things, and they someone offered like hey like would you like to do our photo booth uh for our wedding and i was like hell yeah like it, it doesn't cost that much money so i built our first booth out of uh wood nice. and uh speaker parts um and a tap an old tablet that i had oh that's, um, that's awesome yeah so i and then i recycled the dslr camera that i already had mm -hmm. put it in there so it really uh was really cheap for me to get started but that's still so amazing that you thought like to just use stuff that people own that really like that. You know, for me, when I think of one of those things, I would never think like hey, I can make this. You know, I would think like there's probably all kinds of fucking gadgets and circuitry and wires and shit that would be required for this. Like and you found just a very practical way to like for, to, to offer that to people. That's fucking rad. Right? Well, yeah. And I mean, just like we were saying, a lot of people do think it's difficult, but, you know, it's actually one of the businesses that has a low barrier to entry. Mm -hmm. um, what I think that sets a lot of companies apart, like mine, uh, would be like customer service and um, d attention to detail. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of fly-by-night ones. But, you know, Mike here is like one of the most bona fide, you know, d- businessmen that walks that walk. Doesn't just talk it that I know. I've yeah. noticed. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, when you, yeah, you, so when you've you, always got something going in that way, and it's good. Like, you know, like definitely opposite of me. Like, you're good with your money. <laughs> like, I am not good with money Hey, man, a Bitcoin just got me recently, so I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure if I'm good with my money. Oh shit! <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah. you, but you, you know, you, you're out there taking those risks, and you're, yeah. you're getting shit done. You know, you're playing, you're playing with the big boys. You know, you, I mean, uh, we, we try to be at least. Um, uh, you know, I had to put in my work with the weddings and the birthdays, the quinceañeras. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I still do those today, and um, uh, even though we got an office, I, you know. I'm still out there doing the, the smaller jobs as well. Well, yeah, there's a certain amount of like, you know, humility that comes with it. You know, you're not you're not doing it to reach this like end goal where, you know, well, actually, maybe you are just balling out of control on an island with like, you know, a bunch of people. <laughs> no, that's not for me. That. Like, it's like, you know, it's it's the the growth, you know, like it's the, the game of it all to kind of get there. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, the, it's the, the journey uh, that I really like. And yeah. Enjoy. That's why I like starting so many businesses is because. Uh, you're always learning, and uh, if the end goal is just to be rich, I think that would be really boring. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you say that the Bitcoin got you, what do you mean by that? Uh, so I mean, I'm pretty sure <laughs> uh, you guys have heard. Uh, it's almost um, twelve hundred. Uh, tw- what? Not twelve hundred. Uh, twelve thousand dollars per Bitcoin right now. Yeah. It okay. Just it just um, jumped, didn't it? Like like in the last. Yeah, week or so. Weeks, yeah. It's, it's jumped almost double within the last uh, couple of months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and it's still rising, especially mm-hmm. with the Winklevoss uh, brothers. They uh, just announced that they invested a couple million a couple years ago, and now they reached their billion dollar worth in Bitcoin. Wow! Oh recently. wow! Yeah, so that's been uh, blowing up all over the place. Uh, me and my brother, we just bought like ten Bitcoin about um, uh, back in two thousand four. Uh, oh shit! No, sorry, not 2004. I need to add a 10. So uh, 2014. <laughs> that's still yeah. That's still a good significant. Back, yeah. Wow. So uh, that around when I was talking about it with my brother, it was only 17 dollars per Bitcoin. Right. But it was so shady the way that you had to buy it. Mm-hmm. You had yeah. to buy it through sending some random place a Western Union mm-hmm. of your cash. So I mean, if, I'm sure if you might Google like Western Union scams, it's all over the internet. Yeah. So I thought Bitcoin was just one of those things. Right. But when we who wouldn't like it's so yeah. it's see like when you gotta do all this extra shit yeah. or when somebody's presenting this thing to you and it's like because there's so many of those there's so yeah. many of those like fly by nighters or scams you know like those things you're just like what and I like at least you're smart enough and because you're you're good with these investment type situations but like I just say no to everything now even though I'm turning up probably down some good things because. I have gotten screwed over by that kind of shit, and I'm like, well, yeah, nope. there are people that say yes way too much, and yeah, yeah so I'd rather say yeah, no and just be as broke as I've always been yeah. <laughs> instead of like, oh fuck, you know, I could have got it. Sometimes you gotta, you know, take some chances after you do some homework, you know. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, and and that's why, like, I trust people's opinions that kind of like are naturally more um, just interested, and in, and you know, you guys like do your research because I have like friends like you or other friends. I always joke about our friend Ryan. I was like, "Oh, dude, you don't you own stocks and stuff like that. You're cool. You're like you're on your way." Like, and I'm just like, "I don't own stocks." I was yeah. like, "I can't even you know keep my bank account like above fucking like you know zero sometimes." But uh, yeah, this guy was trying to come in my my work about a week or two ago mm-hmm. and trying to get me into basically another company uh, to invest into it, but not even just to invest to basically be 
like a marketer for them, like to go around and try to pull people into this like multi-level like scheme thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, you get points for this. And it was all way too fucking confusing. And he's like saying all this shit. I'm like, bro, like this is the sketchiest thing ever. First of all, you're coming into my gallery where I'm trying to sell you art. Yeah. And you're trying to tell me about this shit. Like it was just weird, you know. Multi-level marketing is probably one of the like the earliest ways to get rich if you were at the top already. Yeah. Um, uh, there's actually multi-level marketing Bitcoin stuff as well. That's uh, what they were trying to get me to do. Like I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. wait, uh, Bitcoin like sales? No, it was wait. not Bitcoin sales. Oh, it, it was an, Bitcoin. It was another company that's a cryptocurrency company. Oh, okay. That this guy was that this guy invested in, and he gets people to invest in. Like, the more people that you get to invest, the more like more points you get, and blah blah blah. Like, it had this weird system that you know I just didn't care about, and I let this guy talk for about an hour and a half because I was like not and i would just i'm not mean i was just like yeah. letting him talk but i'm like dude go away. <laughs> go away <laughs> i have shit to do and i'm not gonna do this like it's just too much like i'm so overwhelmed with things i want to do in life right now like i don't i don't want to do that you know and uh, uh but well, well, yeah. like you could give you know more advice as to what it is and like do you i mean you've invested in it then right yeah so i mean we bought 10 bitcoin then and then um uh, we bought and sold during the um, you know the couple of years, mm-hmm. but I recently just um, you know people are saying like it's going to reach twenty five thousand or even uh, other companies are saying like it'll reach forty. Now just like stocks, it's really hard to say like where yeah. it will go. But um, you know like I'm I I have uh, investment uh, investment accounts that I'm willing to lose, so I actually liquidated all my trade um, stocks. And, oh, really? uh, to drop them in Bitcoin and drop it into Bitcoin. Oh, because wow. I mean, I've made trades where I made like maybe a thousand dollars in a in a month or two, mm-hmm. or um, even worse, I've only made like a dollar mm-hmm. here and there. Uh, but in Bitcoin, if I were to dump all that money in now, yeah, and it'll rise just maybe ten percent, I'm I'll make more than all my uh, investments. Your whole portfolio exactly. combined. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if I lose it, you know what? Like I I didn't I never had that money tangible, so it's not like I'm gonna lose anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, that's it, that's it, smart. I can see you, got, you got that to play with, and you you're doing it, and you're it's going that. with the stack of chips to the table. Yeah, you know, yeah and dropping exactly. like, look, see, win or lose. That's a little bit difficult because we we've been to Vegas before, and yeah, those yeah. chips you 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 feel you know physically attached to them, so mm-hmm. um, it almost feels like you're losing that money. Yeah, uh, it actually hurts you a lot more. But when it's digital, when players go on tilt, man. That's when they get crazy. Exactly. That's, yeah, and that's for me. Like that's why I'm saying like, I'm too emotional for that shit. Like if I get like one big like investment that pays off or something, I'm like, fuck yeah, you know, just boom, like right. going is like I'm gonna invest in fucking you know fidget spinner, but uh, like you know a special brand of fidget spinners or something, like right. <laughs> something yeah. stupid. And it's it gets addicting. Uh, Bitcoin and trade stocks is all um, is all gambling, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I think I think getting Bitcoin is actually safe bet because uh, never will it just like diminish to zero unless something the bubble bursts right mm-hmm. yeah um, with gambling like a, in a casino you know you can it's designed to go it's to designed zero. To, <laughs> to make you go to zero yeah right yeah uh, in stocks at least like if you're investing in a big company like Tesla or something they're never gonna go to zero so those are safe as well it's just that you have to uh, weigh if you're willing to lose that money or not so what do you think about this though I was listening to uh, Rogan like parts of it on where a guy was this guy I forget what his name was Joe Rogan 
Joe Rogan okay. with this other other guy was uh, talking about like Bitcoin, and he was kind of like you know just very skeptical towards, or he he just thought it was a fly by night thing. You know, it's the reason why he's saying it's doing so well right now is because people there's a craze for it, and people are paying each other for yeah. this, but there's no actual. Uh, you know, tangible thing with Bitcoin when it comes to like its value, whereas gold has actually properties that you know are valuable that people use. And I thought to myself, though, but wait, when was the last time we used gold for anything like that? You yeah, know, like, well, that's I mean that that's I mean that's like a you know I would say a more old school model of thinking, like you know, and and jump in at any times. I'm sure you know a lot more about this than I do. But, you know, it, uh, Bitcoin, I think, is like kind of designed to be like this kind of zero sum thing and to, you know, kind of be this the stand in for, you know, what is like a gold standard? Like there's no right. there's nobody introducing new Bitcoin into the algorithm. Well, they're trying to and, fucking take away the, the fact that like our money, like we like the Federal Reserve, basically, you know, the fact that our money is like we don't fucking know where that money is or what the money, like how much money there actually is. Like we don't yeah, fucking and who's, know that. Yeah. Like, and, and, and who's like kind of pumping more stuff into it. And there's yeah. a lot, there's a lot of stuff out there for, you know, for real economists to understand. I mean, I've listened to a lot of it and I've retained as much as I could, but you know, I, I've heard some people talk about Bitcoin being almost like, you know, a, an answer to that. Almost like a, like yeah. a, like a global standard to like stabilize to like a final it. like economy or something. Yeah. That's what, that's what I mean. I, I, I don't have an opinion either way. Mm -hmm. I was just wondering, like, because I'm trying to get as much knowledge from it right now as possible because it's like Bitcoin, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I guess I got to start paying attention now. It's like, you know, just as hot as the last Game of Thrones episode on TV. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, that was hot. <laughs> um, so just kind of answer your question, um, you know, back when I first started using it, um, my best friend Veronica was underage and we wanted to go bars. Mm -hmm. um, we purchased... Uh, the first physical thing was um, a fake ID. There you go. Uh, you know, and it, it, it was really high quality. We almost felt like someone worked at the DMV and printed these out on like a fly by night, you know, type, oh, nice. type of business. And, um, you know, it, it worked pretty well. Uh, only, it got confiscated a couple weeks later, but that's mainly because <laughs> she, you know, can't hold her alcohol. But, um, <laughs> uh, it, it, you know, it, it did have. Uh, Bitcoin in the early days did have abilities to buy things that uh, in the dark web, you know, like yeah. fake IDs, uh, weed if you wanted it to. Um, but now and it's actually transformed where there's uh, ATMs at our local malls, like uh, the Fullerton Mall that we have. Mm -hmm. uh, you can actually trade and buy your um, cash or Bitcoin for um, different currencies. Mm. Uh, ah. There's also coffee shops. I'm not too sure uh, exactly where, but they accept uh, Bitcoin. Mm. Uh, my photo booth company accepts Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. um, so I they, I've heard they about were that. Something yeah. that. Amazon so, like was about to start doing it too, and if that did, that would completely like fucking change the whole spectrum of like it's whether it's going to succeed or not. You know, it's going to like definitely succeed if if, if it's Amaz being... if Amazon starts accepting accepting Bitcoin. Right. It's when a company like Amazon, especially because it's almost the number one company right now, if they start accepting Bitcoin, it will change a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, now that it's stepping away from, you know, shady things uh, and you can actually get legit items and services, and, I believe it might work. And, and I've heard the shady stuff is a little bit more difficult to pull off now because they can can't they, like Bitcoin kind of works in this like this public ledger kind of thing that's like the driving concept behind it to keep people to keep it honest so right. you can't like 
hack more Bitcoin in, you know, exactly. There's like, there's like this, you know, you know, unbreakable encryption and it's public how much money's going in. So a bunch of Bitcoin were to somehow flood in, people would be like, oh, what, what's this shit over here? Like right. everybody can see it. So mm -hmm. it keeps everybody honest. Well, that's what they were trying to say. Why it's actually that it's more beneficial because people, there's this, it makes more sense because you can actually like know what's going on. If you, you learn it, it's, it's right. not yeah. super simple, but yeah. it's a lot simpler than just figuring out the way things are done, but not knowing exactly where the money is. Like yeah. the, the, in the way our whole system is, is right now, you know, yeah. like, wait, how do we get this, all this money when we owe this much <laughs> like it doesn't yeah. make any sense like but then people worry about privacy stuff yeah. too and i and i get that as well you know yeah, it, yeah it, there's there's some interesting like uh, that's gonna be like the biggest that's gonna be the biggest problem i think moving into the future is just like not just with bitcoin but just i mean we already see it with uh identity theft in and just kind of all different forms you know like people just having their identity taken away from them and then like not being able to reverse it uh you know when, when it comes to like you you get your your identity stolen and they take all this money from you like you can't really do anything about that right yeah i know like i i just got a mail in the letter uh in a, a letter in the mail and um it was he ordered a mail bride <laughs> no. and uh uh it was from uber uh it let me know that i my information was compromised i'm like wow that's the second company in the last year the first one was uh with, equifax uh, equifax yeah yeah, mm. yeah. so uh luckily i just got my uh, all my credits frozen right now and it's kind of just a burden now like um, every time I want to get like a new credit card or yeah, uh, like, get a house you have to let them know 10 days ahead of time like that's it's, yeah, it's yeah. Nice. I mean I mean it, usually for a house you know yeah. You're you're not you're not making that purchase like on a whim, because then like at the way, at the yeah. check like out the grocery store. Too. They know so. where you're gonna be. They know yeah. what's going on with you. That's fucking weird, man. Yeah. It's, it's super weird. Well, mm -hmm. you know, maybe we need to like, you know, I'm I'm throwing like, you know, what if there was a you know, like some you know imaginary shit out there, but like you know, maybe we need to start thinking about like identity and the way that we like divvy that shit out, you know, differently in the U.S. because things are very different than they were in when did they start doing social security numbers like 19. It's like late 80s, early 90s, I, I want to say. What if we just read It was somewhere in that range, I want to say. Redistribute like a, a social security member or something. You want to, I just heard redistribute and social on it. I just saw red. I went, you goddamn communist. You <laughs> fuck out of my country. This is America, like, goddamn Because like, that's the thing, right? That's why, because you can't get a new social security number. And that's why it's like, just going to remain stuck on there, your, your debt or whatever fucking yeah. money and, and when you're And when we're in a country where it pretty at, at one point or another, it's pretty likely that everybody's social security number has been compromised. Yeah. You know, it, whether or not somebody actually has it or is using it, but it's probably out there. Right. And when you think about how much you do have to get it out, you know, yeah. people can just can break into some business's office and take the W-4s and there you go. So, you go to, well, whatever the new Silk Road is and... Exactly, trade it for uh, yeah. Get, trade it for a half a bitcoin. You know? So let's say one of your social media things gets hacked, right? Mm -hmm. Which has your basic information attached to it somehow. Yeah. What's to say that if they broke it, like they completely hacked one of your social media like platforms, that they don't already have complete access to all the other ones? So when they have access to one, it, it's almost possible that they get access to the others as well, because right. um, some websites like. Instagram, they say, oh, I, we'd like to verify you through Facebook or yeah. um, or even uh, another step is they'll verify you through your driver's license, right? Ooh. So if someone just has your driver's license, they'll be able to do almost anything with it. Mm -hmm. 
um, a copy of your driver's license can unlock all your social media accounts, your Twitter, your Facebook. They just, that's the simple verification that they have. Because that's what happened to me recently. Like I woke up, I actually got a notification the same as you did, um, not in the mail through uh, email saying your uh, Twitter or, you know, your, your email or something about your Twitter has been, um, you know, comp like compromised. You need to go check this out. And so like, I could go on and I haven't been on Twitter in I maybe been on like three times and since I've had one and it's been well over a year and a half and turns out that one of those Russian like or foreign prostitutes that you get requests from on the daily on Facebook, you know, was as was me now, like on Twitter, like, <laughs> like you know, posting weird shit. And yeah. I was getting like these weird comments from dudes, like foreign dudes, like all over the world. It was like really strange. And I was like, what the fuck? And then so I like obviously like, you know, change my password and, you know, delete. I actually deleted the account, but I thought, well, fuck, you know, if they got into that and it's been a year and a half, like what the fuck else do they have? And they haven't fucked with it. Like they haven't like gone on and done anything, posted any spam and shit on my. Because they've been busy sending like Polaroid pictures of you to, you know, Igor yeah. in, uh, you know, Slovakia. The yeah. one who was following you on Twitter. You're right. Trying to get to know, uh, you know. Or trying to just like come up with an even grander plan to like, you know, just really take over all my riches and everything. Like they're just waiting for that. <laughs> well, if they have all that information, they have your bank account information too. And they probably, you know, they're went, oh, like, fuck this. Oh, I'm not going to bother. Oh, this yeah. guy. They're like, oh, dang. You know, he's like, this is shit. We'd have to owe $35 for <laughs> this last purchase of the fucking taco at Taco Bell. Maybe that's the secret. <laughs> you wait for all the Russians to hack you and take your, you know, take your, you know, social security number and your credit on. And yeah. then you realize, oh, got them. Yeah. Because now they're all in debt. Yeah. yeah. What's scary is uh, you mentioned dark web earlier. Getting your um, someone to purchase your information, it's only worth like 25 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the more information that they have, it only adds like another $5. So if they have your credit card number, it's like 30 bucks. Mm -hmm. um, so what? May, that, that's what's scary. I mean, um, our lives, which is what, like we're 27 and... Mm -hmm. all that all, uh, it's not that long but you know we've worked really hard to get our credit scores to where it is right yeah and it's someone can buy it for just 30 bucks yeah and it can yeah. ruin it in one day yeah they just they can open up a credit card and and buy you know some new playstations and a new tv and never pay for those bills mm -hmm. and then now we're we're stuck with a bad credit Why? yeah Why? so we need we, like i don't yeah. know we, there's there's got to be a better solution to this because i don't think anybody could have saw this coming because no. you know we're, at, we're we're at a point where it's just it's not practical to have just this one number that will that everybody knows will never change. I mean, you know, Facebook and, and Gmail have better like security protocols than 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 your social security number. Yeah, you know, it, it sucks, but we we probably the government has to figure out a way to you know handle that because well, like I mean, they, they've they been need... so good lately. I'm I'm hopeful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really it's like, hopeful. It's like you know, the one number for the rest of your life that never changes. Like you know, one person to govern you know all these millions of people on in a in a country that you know that makes sense. You know, one person to be in charge of all of them. You know, and, and real security can be as simple as like two factor authentication. You right. know, yeah, like that stops ninety nine point nine percent of anything yeah, if you I'm turn that to, on. I'm trying you to know? think how like when I, like I used to get mad that I would have difficulty like because I was always terrible at remembering passwords and shit. You know, yeah. like absolutely terrible. Mm -hmm. And I used to get upset with the process like when I would forget and have to do that. But now it's like I can't remember the last time that I've had to worry about that, and I'm not sure that that's a good or bad thing because it's like wait a minute, like it made it easier for me but it's probably very easy for everybody else yeah. and it's been more and more recently that like more people that i know is like yeah i've had my account hacked i've had this happen to me like this sucks and it's well fuck 
it's almost well, like especially a matter of time. <laughs> if you've had that Twitter account hacked and it was a password that you use for other social media, other logins and stuff like that, they know that that's like what people tend to do. Right. So if they were able to get it or guess it or get in somehow or they fished you for it, like they're probably going to try it on every, try it and try every like, you know, version of that yeah. on all the social media and all the major, you know, anything that you could log into. As That's long what, as my bank though, because like my bank's very different than all of that and it's also... As it should be. Yeah. yeah, it's very different than all of that crap and... You know, like you're well. The most important part is I ain't got shit for them to take. So I yeah. guess that's where I'm kind of safe. So <laughs> about a decade ago, um, you know, my Steam password got hacked. What's and your what password? Steam. So Steam uh, is when you know uh, your Halo, your uh, Overwatch. It's, it's, okay. Yeah, it's, it's a PC uh, game, and you picked two examples that aren't on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Blizzard. Well, I mean, sorry, my I link them on there. So. Oh, uh, oh, so, okay. Uh, okay. Halo, yeah. uh, you know, uh, not Halo, uh, Half-Life 2, um, Yeah, like, it, it's, it's like the interface, like, it's what p- PC gamers use to get PC games. It's right. like the most popular one. Got yeah. it. So, I mean, a decade ago, I had one password for everything, and that's what, you know, uh, Phil was talking about. He, um, someone hacked it, and it hacked, they hacked millions of accounts, I think, mm. uh, and uh, that database was accessible online um, everywhere. For oh, ju- man. Someone, you can just li- literally Google my... Uh, my password or my username and it would come up on a million sites oh shit um, so and that, they just tanked your KD didn't they, they <laughs> no I, I just wish I, I went was in there it. and started just spinning around and shooting from the hip in the air like a noob <laughs> yeah that, oh. that would be that, I mean wish I wish that was it but um, because I shared password with uh, so many sites they were able to access all these forums I was at uh, on and they were spamming like different things so mm. um, because I shared so many uh, passwords with it I had to change over a hundred like passwords what? Jesus yeah. Christ yeah. you have over a hundred accounts you log into well I mean I, I used to be, well, well not like on a regular basis but if you've right, ever made exactly. one for anything you know right. Yeah, my you know my uh, my Victoria's Secret account probably uses the same password as like a bunch of the other ones. Because yeah. I wouldn't even remember what I've like cre- what a kind of accounts I've created for some shit. Exactly, know? but I I always have. I bet a... you don't even read the terms and conditions before you hit agree either. Do you? You I don't son think of a bitch. Does. Do you? I don't think you <laughs> do. Does. I was like what? I was like I I've never like the only person I've ever heard that actually does that was uh when we had uh, the very first episode. We had a who Con- was it? Conrad Con- was on here, yeah. And he said that he did that and that like for the phone. Actually, actually, yeah, I do believe that. And then he said, yeah, I, I, he I said that, that he read it all and then he did not sign up for like a bunch of shit. And then his phone like was a piece of shit. Like it didn't, <laughs> it didn't do anything. Like yeah. everything that we use our phone for is because we sign a little bit of our life away on here and there. It's like, do we have access to your photos? Do we have access right. to your microphone? Do we have access to your wallet? Like, wait, what? Yeah. But you know, like, hey, you know. What? Conrad's uh, social security number probably has not been hacked. <laughs> so he does have that going probably for even him. Have, doesn't even have one. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, we find you? out he's like an immigrant. <laughs> he's very, very good at blending in. Oh, man. Yeah, anyways. But, uh, well, that's, you know, very horrifying and not reassuring for me in any way because I don't see Sleep myself tight, getting kids. better at all of this yeah. <laughs> in the near future. Nor, like, it's, it's, it's one of those things that, like, you know, where people just scold other people for like, you know, you're aware of this, but you don't do anything about it. It's like, that's probably what this is going to be like for me. I just got to stay broke, you know, and just not worry about it. No. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one, one Our day, two most common themes are, you know, health advice and business advice. Health advice from... and business advice <laughs> for me. It's like, yeah, just stay broke. It's way better. Yeah. You know, it just, you have one life. Just keep eating that Taco Bell. It's okay. Your stomach's Taco Bell's expensive. Your stomach's not that expensive. <laughs> 
it's, that, that's the mindset of a businessman right there. So what do you eat every day then? Um, so I, 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 I yeah. meal prep. So, you know, you cook for a week most of the time and, you know, you save money. So Let, let's let's shift gears to that real yeah, quick because what, yeah, yeah uh, you know I hope you don't mind me saying no, that definitely. you know you used to be heavy but like in the last is it maybe year I want to say yeah six months from like that it's like, been it's been it's been crazy what you've been able to pull off man I remember there was an event that we did with Aaron um, about two years now what did you say uh, my last one he I actually no I want to say that was two e threes ago it was the last two thing threes he did. ago okay so, uh, two, oh, three 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 no two e threes ago two. okay so I'll. That, at that event, I remember I just wanted to eat everything at the, the catering uh-huh. uh, table. Yeah. Uh, and I that's been flashbacking um, to me quite often. And, uh, you know, I, I watch what I eat now. I'm always drinking, uh, like, almost a gallon of water a day. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm under 200 pounds. I used, at that time, I was uh, 240 or Right yeah. on, man. Yeah, so yeah. I, wor- I work out every day now. Um, just trying to uh, – I, I just – got shocked and I wanted to see myself as being a wealthy, um, a healthy Asian guy instead of uh, <laughs> the wealthy chubby. You wanted, yeah. to, you wanted to break it down to the good, better of the stereotypes. Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I didn't want to be that rich guy that had a big, uh, you know, belly yeah. and is yeah. rubbing it like a Buddha. Yeah. No, you want to be those the, gross guys. Those are the guys that are like the rich, depressed, angry guys because they're the ones that, you know, when your gut is, you know, nasty and then you're gonna have like bad thoughts it controls you know your thoughts and your serotonin and that's the theme we're seeing with a lot of these you know fucking creeps that are you know going down now yeah. you know oh yeah uh, very the, publicly you know yeah. the um what is the Weinsteins? all the, the the weinsteins of the world you know yeah so you know that's great and my question is because i you know wanted to do this and i feel yeah. that the time is coming like more and more like i'm getting closer and closer to like going back to a healthier lifestyle that I used to have. I right. want to say that before I wasn't necessarily healthy in the way of eating as much as I was that I was very active and physical, but I could get away with the other part. Now I can't. So it's like I have to really like before I can even start working out again because it's a, it's a pain. It's a hassle because like as soon as I start going like I don't have energy, my head's not like lined up with my like my body, it's just like weird right. and it's because of, you know, bad bad habits and bad food is the worst of those habits and so when because I'm, I'm planning on buying food and prepping like what do you do it once a week like when do you do it so if you if you're really it depends on what type of eater you are right so I'm not sure if you'd like to have something fresh all the time or if you're willing to have um, a week old rice that's not moldy or anything right it's, it needs to be like in the healthy, fridge right in yeah. The fridge. Yeah. yeah so oh, I'll eat anything yeah. I literally at this point in my life am a garbage garbage disposal like my parents know that they can leave anything in the fridge and it's not going to be there for more than a week because i will eat it that's uh that used to be me um yeah he just ate the script from earlier i don't know if that i don't know if the mic picked that up but you you were not supposed to eat that um i i recommend that you scribbing out here uh you'll you also start saving money as well but you uh you meal prep all your meals um a week ahead um, mm-hmm. Or at least five days if you want to um, have it cycled. Do you ever get bored though, like of it? Well, you you meal prep different stuff, right? Yeah, you meal prep, uh, prep different stuff different weeks. So I mean, you might get bored that week, but then if you say, "Hey, like I'm sticking it out for a week," uh, it, you'll have something new next week. Okay. Right? Yeah. That's that's still a lot of discipline. That's really good. Right. Well, yeah, but I mean, you do all that cooking, and then you, you save a shitload yeah. of money yeah, too. Yeah, you save well, a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, if you do the math, like after a while, like all, your meals end up being under five dollars, or mm-hmm. even if you. Uh, shop at Costco, you can make it down t- uh, under two dollars a meal. Wow! Yeah, yeah. and I, if you think about it, uh, I used to go to Taco Bell all the time. It's right there across the street from me. I love Taco Bell, 
mm-hmm. and if and you do like, math, oh, you're, it's cheap, but like exactly a five dollar box, you know, that's that sounds cheap, but that's one meal when you could have had a whole day worth of fresh, very true, yeah. and stuff that's better very, for you too. Exactly. If you just if you just put in that effort, yeah, they get suckers like me in there because you know what it is, really. Well, suckers like this whole country, the mostly it's it's this. It's this baby right here that really, like, you know, people get mad when I bring it up. He pointed like, at his dick for those of you. Who don't <laughs> yeah. know. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. It was the thing we Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> people that. <laughs> I forget we don't have a camera on this, but uh, <laughs> I'm holding up my uh, canister of my medical marijuana, mm-hmm. which, you know, uh, there you go. Uh, unpackable here pretty soon. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's a trade off for sure because it does so many good things for me like it helps me stay still and focused or at least like into my art when I start doing it or like something that I'm interested in like but then whenever I hit a wall or or just you know get to a point where my anxiety starts acting up I just get hungry and then I get so hungry and I get the cravings for the worst foods because it's all that like I was Mm -hmm. the reason why I made that cartoon is because of that being my real life shit that all that bad bacteria in there just like craves it and once I start eating I cannot stop like yesterday we got pizza for Kevin's birthday and I fucking you know pizza is my ultimate weakness like once I put a slice of pizza in there like that box is going to be empty if somebody else doesn't finish it before I do it's going to be done <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, oh nice yeah so that is cool so uh, just Shows kind of a, answering uh, what you're saying like you, you you smoke and you get hungry right well yeah. just imagine if your fridge was full of food Every time. Yes. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. That's what I'm saying, well, man. Right now, so what he did is he gave me his phone, which is a picture of his meal prep for the week. There are nine it, beautiful plates on so, there. So what do you do for, like, snacks or throughout the day? So, I mean, you can you can make your own snacks or you um, or just buy them. Uh, so you want to have, like, unsalted cashews or peanuts or uh, mixed nuts. Um, even just having a banana or, you know, an apple a day is actually pretty yeah. good, too. See, my problem with nuts is that, like, I... Ate a lot of nuts, <laughs> like oh, way too many nuts. Right. I just, it, I, it, it's too easy. Yeah, that's too yeah. easy. It's too it's, easy. It wasn't as good as I thought, but no, I really did because it would be there. Like, I, it didn't matter what it was. Like, I would just yeah. eat so much of it. And I've heard that nuts are very, and I felt it that they're very hard to digest too. Yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> um, so when you when you meal prep like this, you can actually calculate your uh, what you're taking in every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, like so, my my meals I have three major meals, and in between each meal is a little snack. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means I'm actually eating way more than uh, what you would think like a normal person would eat, mm-hmm. um, because you're counting your calories and uh, your nutrients. Um, you're actually eating a lot more than you you actually think and you're actually getting full every time mm-hmm. so when you say you're eating a, a lot of nuts like I used to because my stomach was really big it was stretched out mm-hmm. uh, I it took a lot for me to get full but after you start you know eating the uh, the right way for a week or two it's actually really short yeah your stomach shrinks so when you're starting to eat so much like uh, I get my breakfast my uh, my brunch you know my lunch um, mid midday snack and then my dinner uh, that's actually a lot of food Mm-hmm. And I'm always, I, if I'm ever, uh, if I'm always hungry at the Wait, office. You, you missed midnight pint of Ben and Jerry's in bed, stoned as fuck. 
So I mean, you can you, actually do you could not do, do that, that one. No. Oh, you can do. You it. could. Okay. Cool. I mean, so cool. because you know your what you're taking in every day, you actually can fit in items like that. So let's say you did want to have a, a beer, right? You have to skip one of your snacks because mm. it has uh, mm-hmm. it has calories and it has uh, carbs. Yeah. I've stopped drinking a lot, and I can notice already like a huge difference. Like not maybe not in my digestive system, but at least I've I've lost a good fifteen pounds. I think. No, right on, man. From not, uh, and I I mean I'm just saying that loosely, but like I could tell. Uh, the unfortunate part is I've lost pretty much everything, like any muscle that I had before too, or right. whatever, because I just like I don't work out. You know, yeah. I need to start working out to to gain that balance. But the drinking is a fucking huge huge thing that you don't even realize it's like oh it's liquid you know or i I just drink vodka it's like oh there's still calories what sucks what sucks is um you know it doesn't have any nutrients in it so when you're drinking it it's just straight to like your fat yeah um that's what really sucks so like i mean i haven't hang out hung out with phil in a while or chris or even you yeah and that's mainly because like i feel like i need to have something in my hand yeah and if it's not alcohol like i was like why am i even here Right. Yeah, so it's, the it's, reason why I've gone, I ghosted for a little while is because I was trying to, you know, get my body into something that I feel happy with. Yeah, well, and I mean, yeah, removing yourself from from that situation is going to help you get into those good habits, and exactly. then you, you know, you reintegrate yourself back into society after that, right. and you make, you know, you've got a new yeah. resolution yeah, in your head. Mind. You're like, yeah, it's I, a lot I, easier to say no to those drinks when you come back. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Well, not even that. I, uh, you know, first of all, we're really good friends, both of us, right? So, or uh, th- three of us. Yeah. Um, we, uh, I feel like I can, you know, hang out with you guys again later. Yeah. I, I just want to need to get my, my ducks in order. Right. Again. Oh right. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got nothing to worry about. That's that thing people need to understand though too, because you know, it's like, it's not like, uh, not, not like we're in grade school anymore. It's like, Oh, they don't want to hang out with me, but they want to hang like, you know, you got to do what you got to do for yourself. And you, if you're good enough friends with your friends and they should understand and be happy for that because yeah. I'm in the same boat and I have done that with a lot of my friends in a lot of ways. Like, mm-hmm the day has come where I am like, they're like, what? Like, you don't want to party. You want to, yeah. you don't want to, you know, come and, and, and do this or do that. It's like, no, no, I'm good at just staying home and, you know, like doing nothing. And like, Oh, you're such a loser. And it's like, you know, fuck it, whatever. I have to do that to kind of, separate myself from it because I you learned... shouldn't you shouldn't use quotes from Dave May as an example of like all your friends I don't think anybody <laughs> else would friends. say shit like that yeah well yeah. it's actually probably the other way right I usually give him yeah, it's more, right. I usually it's... give him more shit than he gives me yeah. but um, yeah no it, it's like uh, it, I totally derailed you didn't I I'm so totally sorry I'm me. so sorry oh you know for me okay because people are like oh it's just about balance it's about self control it's about all these things yeah that is true but if you have tried to get up on a skateboard like for like three years or whatever and you just can't fucking do it then you're probably not gonna fucking do it you know what i mean (laughs) like it's just not your fucking thing to do and so for me like moderation is not really my thing to do at least like not right now i need to really just not do it for a long time and then maybe but at that point from what i've noticed a lot of people that have given up things just at that point they just don't care to do it anymore like they could go into a, a party situation just like chill and hang out and be social without drinking yeah you know and uh and I, either way i need to just pull myself away from the fucking the bullshit that's causing all of these things right now um and it's hard when you're very active and involved in many different things right you know being here sitting here too if the conversation's a good conversation it's really easy to just keep it going or whatever but like sometimes you just get anxious or you get you know whatever and you were like oh give me a drink or you know give me the or once you start that one drop you're just yeah. gonna keep going and going and going um and I mean, once you get to a certain point, um, you're able to, you know, have those drinks and let loose. Um, 
like like I said, when you calculate what you're eating and you're conscious of it, uh, you can start making those decisions of oh, having a cheesecake or having a couple beers. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you actually have them, you appreciate them more. Like I actually appreciate IPAs now. I'm not sure if Phil, do you remember like I used to not like? Yeah, those. you used to not beat them at all. Yeah, but... now I'm like, dude, these are actually really awesome because now I'm actually enjoying the taste. And mm-hmm. um, before it used to be just like normal beers or you know. Do you have anything that you do when you get like a certain craving, like any ways to kind of like, you know, just like what's in your cheat day out of it, you know, just, just to derail you from like that train of thought. Like if, for me, if I get a craving, it's almost impossible right. to really like just get rid of that until it, until I go and get a fucking uh, burger from Burger King or something like that. You know, it's like, what do you do if you ever got those cravings? So it's actually quite opposite of what you hear most uh, bodybuilders or any health person say, like, hey, like, fight the urge, right? Um, I feel like lately, like, if I want Del Taco, I'll go get Del Taco. If I want a soda, get soda. Okay. And if I can handle it, I'll get, like, the diet version of that, right? So if there's a soda, because I'm addicted to carbonation, um, I'll try to get uh, something that's a diet or, um, or, like, you or know, sugar-free. LaCroix. Or uh, yeah, yeah or LaCroix. On, on yeah. that one, I mean, yeah. that kind of thing, you know, Perrier's and LaCroix totally like didn't totally get me off but you know i was going from like two a day i'm like this is like what like a seven-year-old would do if you you know didn't tell them no to you know maybe like one or two a week now so exactly and then if you if you're craving like a burger um just have it but just know that uh if you if you're craving it and you know you'll crave it for dinner just make sure you work out or um not eat certain things during that day like if you're going to have a really fatty burger, just make sure that that's the only thing that the most fat that you have during that day. Okay. Yeah. Jeez, well, you're, what you're yeah. saying is you're practicing moderation and yeah, it's, it can be done. I mean, that is moderation because you're that, moderating. Well, I mean, there, I feel like there's maybe a slight difference between that and just like acknowledging and, and it, you're like writing these things down. Are you? I, I used to. But or now, yeah, like now like it's when you're in, yeah. like when you were really like getting started. You yeah. know, you keep track of all this stuff, so you know the calories, you know what you can and can't have. And once exactly. that kind of gets ingrained in your psyche, then you're kind of you know in a yeah. position where you can stop worrying about that a little bit because right. you just know. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's a little bit of that. You know, it's building in your own you know punishments for having a fatty burger. Building a good relationship with the positive reinforcement in your brain because like I'm like crunk from fucking. Uh, Emperor's New Groove, like, uh-huh. like the devil and angel are there, and he's just yeah. like, you know, he's like, oh, you're gonna listen to that sissy guy. He's like, besides, look what I can do. And he's like, what does that have to do with anything? He's like, yeah. then the other guy's like, oh wait, no, he's got a point. Yeah. It's like, it's like, no, you know, I can't eat this fucking Burger King at midnight or one in the more Sonic Burger the other night. You know, yeah. Sonic Burger, and I, this was a night that I, I was with Kevin. Well, those slushies are pretty fucking bomb. No, yeah. the and they got the new one over there. Oh. Like, yeah, the new one right here. That's where that's we down, went. Right down and, the and I was like, one something, and and. I ended up getting a fucking Sonic burger and just like in the, as soon as I ate it, I was like, why? Like, I know tomorrow it's going to be or like this morning at like five or six in the morning when you're exhausted, like the, the, the hour where you're like the most tired mm-hmm. and you want to just sleep in bed, but your stomach is just like, nope, boom, <laughs> nope. Like you got to turn this way, that way. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus. Crazy. I it's don't know that. Island. Sonics. I mean, there's From, no salsa there. <laughs> no Sonic burger. It's just like, the, it's for me, it's, um, it's like that the stuff just gets blocked into your intestines. Yeah. Well, I get, I mean, I get that from In-N-Out, you know? Yeah. I, I, I stop, you know, eat, I mean, In-N-Out's all of them, so all of them, good. I'm sure. Like, but like, I don't really, you know, I don't really eat those that often because they do make me feel like that. <sighs> I associate them with that feeling now, not like the whatever craving it is that you get with that. 
my coworker always says about it now. He's like, man, they're putting something in the burgers, man. They put <laughs> something in the burgers. They're, yeah. They definitely have crack in those burgers. And he's, in the day, he was like, I figured it out, man. It's the sauce. I got my burger without the sauce last time. He's like, I didn't have that. Crazy. Can I can I guess the ethnicity of your coworker? Yeah, hey, go for it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, go for it. I bet you're wrong. No, it's a very I, specific. I bet you're wrong. I, I know, I know. I, I'm sure <laughs> I, I am. I just See, wanted to do that. Don't be racist, people. Because <laughs> you know what he was? Guess. Um, uh, Korean. Yes, actually. I'm <laughs> so good at this game. That's good. No, I'm just kidding. Even if you're humoring me, do not fucking admit it. Tell me after, all right? Yeah, I need just, this. I kidding. need this right well, now. Could have been Korean, I need no. this victory. I can't. I, yeah, it's it's like, what? Yeah, I. Anyways. <laughs> so how'd you get started with all of the all? You know, I mean, we know what you were thinking when you decided that you wanted to make a change. But what was the first? You know, what was step one? Because there's so many different things you can do. You know. Yeah. That's a st- well. Step one was trying to just eat right. Um, so you started, like he's saying, you started with diet. Diet, yeah. To definitely. kind of get going, and then you sort of work, like, you know, right. do so the workout stuff. It kind of goes hand in hand. When you start working out and you're eating something heavy, right, or unhealthy, you feel it. Like, if you're eating the burger and you work out the next morning, you're going to feel really groggy. Mm-hmm. And I never like that feeling. Yeah. I'm already, I already don't want to be at this gym. So <laughs> yeah. when you're telling me that, yeah, so if you're telling me that I need a, uh, if I'm going to enjoy the food that I like and also go to the gym, it, it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So I started eating really healthy and uh, my body started wanting to be at the gym. Yeah. Uh, and also because my stomach is smaller. When you say moderation, it almost, almost like, it almost doesn't feel like I'm doing moderation because my stomach's smaller. So I'm only eating what my stomach can handle. Mm-hmm. So when you're uh, used to eating a huge burger. Right. Um, uh, that's what your stomach can handle. Right. So, yeah. So if you. Well, and in moderation yeah. in the type of food, too. Yeah. Like, like you can have All bad food, food but yeah. only if you can control it and have it this one time. Exactly. As opposed to, you know, like, for me, it's it's that thing, like, it's that one bad decision begets another, begets another, begets another, because for me, it's like I had it. And then all of a sudden, the time clock goes back to zero. And it's like, oh, well, whatever. You know, like, I, I feel like I've always, like, my. I feel like my extended sheet or whatever it is, like, which is essentially my life. It's just like one big sheet after another. Then I'll eat healthy for a couple days yeah. and then and I'll you... think I'm on a good track exactly. and then it changes. And then all of a sudden, like another bad decision. And I'm like, Oh fuck it, whatever. I already did it. I already did it. I'm there. And then I just keep going and going. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I, and I keep, I, I might sound like a broken record now. Cause I talk about this a lot and mm-hmm. it's like, well, why don't you fucking change it? You know? And it, that's, that's another thing is because um, I definitely was at a point in my life at one time where I could not understand how anybody could let themselves go, you know, or could let themselves get caught up in such a like a, a, a shitty thing, like something that we're completely aware of that this is terrible food for us. This is bad for us. We're putting poison into our bodies and we still do it. Like I couldn't like uh, understand how people couldn't fix that. Yeah. And I guess I, I don't know what it was, whether it's just laziness or, you know, the universe trying to teach me a lesson through humility uh, or something. I mean, but yeah, you get lost in the sauce, man. Yeah. And that sauce Literally, is a special yeah. sauce. So. Every sauce, extra yeah. sauce, doesn't matter what it is. I mean, it does like everything. So I, I just, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the negative shit's going to feed into that negative loop that's going to keep that spiral you know, going down. Yeah. But like you're saying, the positive shit is going to, yeah. that, that loop goes two ways. Exactly. You know? That positive shit, you start eating right, you start getting the energy 
to go work out. You yeah. start doing that, you have more confidence. You don't feel like you've got it. You like you've got to have five drinks to be sociable at a party. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're more yeah. comfortable in your own skin. Maybe that that gets cut down. You're exactly. doing that. You're getting that confidence. You're feeling good. You've got more energy. You're starting businesses. You're you, you know it's yeah. it you know there's a there's a chain of events that they you know one leads right into the other like that. And I feel like because that's what I'm saying. I feel like it's getting to that point. Like I'm finally learning the lesson because before it was kind of like ah ha, ha, let it slide. Like it doesn't matter. Right. But now because like you're saying you don't like that groggy feeling. I hate it. Like, I've come to work and I'll just sit there behind the computer and I know all the tasks that I'm supposed to do, but like, you just get that cloudiness in there. And so, for someone like you doing what you're doing, you know, like multitasking and having all of these different, you know, things that you have to do through each day, especially as an entrepreneur, you got to fucking make sure that you are clear minded and able to make fucking, you know, decisions and have the energy to spend long hours doing this, you know, right. maybe sleep be able to sleep less than, because I sleep eight, eight hours every day, but I'm still fucking tired. You right. know, you could probably go to sleep for like four to five hours and wake up and boom, go right back at it because your, you know, metabolism's good and you're, you got energy from, from eating healthier. Yes. So, I mean, um, kind of what you're saying, when you, when you wake up groggy, it, it doesn't make you productive. I, I get phone calls for fixerity like at 7 a.m. or mm -hmm. even mm -hmm. 6 a.m. I'm like, why are you up planning your wedding right now? <laughs> um, so That's kind of nuts, right? That anybody in their right mind would call somebody at 7 a.m. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter what, like, what? Yeah, so... <laughs> like, uh, it, at least 9 a.m. Yeah, right? Um, <laughs> so, just kind of like, it got me in that mode where I just had to be up. And also... Uh, just going back to what Phil was saying, um, kind of getting started, you, you have to get used to being at the gym all the time. Yeah. So I actually tell a lot of people that, you know, e even if you don't want, feel like you want to work out, which has happened to us all, uh, just go there and then leave. Uh, if you mm -hmm. get your body, uh, just your, the motion of just going there, it will give you muscle memory and, and just uh, make it easier for you to go there next time. Yeah, but another, another thing is uh, your mind starts thinking like, hey, I'm already here. I should just put in a workout. Mm -hmm. yeah. So baby steps. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you get that routine though. Got it. Yeah, yeah. You, you train your mind, you know, as much as you do, you know, your muscles there. Right. Because if you're just, if you're forcing yourself to do it and you blow it all out in like, like three days and you're like, I'm going to keep doing it, you're going to get tired. You get, you're, you're, you're not going to like do it right. You got to kind yeah. of like have it more gradual, gradual exactly. you know, yeah. so just, rise that full training. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, the easiest way is just to get yourself there. And then, um, like, I'm pretty sure you're kind of in my, my same boat before. You know, there's no one for you to work out with, right? Right. And it's also, it's also hard to depend on someone else. So yeah. uh, any of the gyms that, you know, are up right now, they, they have classes. Yeah. If you put those on your schedule at least a week in advance and they're on your schedule, uh, work things, uh, that will be, you have to do you first. Mm -hmm. So any of like my work meetings or anything like that, I have to schedule around my workout schedule. Yeah. So that, you know, like, oh you, yeah, I can't do nine because I'm, I'm, I'm busy. Right. Um, so as long as you have it on your schedule, you know, you'll, you'll get it going. And that's funny you bring that up. I think I was just like, um, you know, just kind of seeing all the, the, the benefits of that, you know, especially in classes. It took my first, uh, yoga class, uh, like a week ago, like not the first time I've done yoga or the first time I've like, you know, done like an impromptu thing, but like going to like a dedicated space for a class mm -hmm. and, you know, having that on the schedule was like, okay, like I can't like, I can't just blow this off. I can't, you know, I, I, I can't be like, oh, I'll get to this like in a half hour after I yeah. eat or something like that. Like, okay, it's there. There's other people. It keeps you honest and you do all of the things like, you know, when you normally would have, uh, you know, probably gotten lazy and, you know, 
fell over or not held that pose for the full like 45 seconds. You went 20 and you went, eh, and you went over. Like it, stuff like that. You know, having somebody else there to keep you accountable right. is going to like keep you doing these things. It helps and you. I feel, yeah, yeah. I feel fucking well, you just great for a, a picture right now of himself from yeah. before because I, as long as I've known you, you definitely were still thinner than that. Oh, it's thinner than that. But yeah. just to kind of show you, yeah. I, at one point in life, I was closer to 300 wow. pounds. Yeah. Very cool. So, <laughs> you know, uh, there, there's a point in life where you just kind of want to, no, be done with being, yeah. being that way. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. coming to that point back to there because I realized that and I think I figured it out too because we're talking about the gym and I know I yeah. have to start there at the gym yeah. and the classes is a great idea because yeah. I hate the gym. One thing I, I hate, hate is too. being in the gym. But before, the reason why it was so easy for me to be active was because I didn't have a day job. I worked nights in a yeah. restaurant and so my days were always spent hiking. Like I used to go out, like I was always gone hiking outdoors rock climbing i climbed a lot right and then now that i got my nine to five you know it's even though like it's it's just a lot harder to squeeze it in there in yeah. the day some way in the morning and, and that and of course it's all excuses because mm-hmm. i know people that do it and, and they're badasses and, and it could be done and i'm making lots of excuses but one of the things that um i realized that i needed to get back into doing is something that's an activity not just going to the gym and relying on myself to work out next to this guy who's doing this workout wrong because that's the sad part is yeah. i'm also of the mind where like i know how to do this shit i yeah. used to do this stuff back in the day and i used to be a tool with it and i'm like kind of like the guy who knows that everybody in here is fucking up but i also am in no place to say any fucking thing about it because it's like who the fuck am i like i'm just like super out of shape too what i need to get back into is some sort of art form you know like uh martial art you know and I right. actually met a guy recently who owns a jiu-jitsu um, gym and so I think that would be the great way for me to get and to start rolling around again and right. I also drove by my old high school and like it was during a, on Thanksgiving so they were having or the day before so they were having like a, a holiday practice they were like running around the fucking uh, the neighborhood that we used to run around so I like, kind of went into the parking lot of the school and like went in and saw them wrestling and I was like like yeah come back yeah you burn a lot of calories doing those activities yeah you know and it's like it's so foreign to me now when at one time that was my life you know that was such a a weird thing and now i'll probably go in there and get my ass kicked by these little kids yeah that's a trip i you know i I was captain the cross country and track team in school and so now you know sometimes i'll drive by my old high school and i'll see you know this year's cross country and track team and, and i just I can't help but take a water bottle and throw it out the window at them, just like used to happen to me all the time. Because you want to keep the traditions going. You mean for them, right? (laughs) No, I'm totally, I'm I'm totally kidding. That has happened. That does happen occasionally. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Oh man. So, is is there any? um, You know, I know we're talking about Pixarity because that's like the big thing that's going on right now, and it's blowing up, and it's doing really fucking good. Is there are there any other uh, adventures that you want to like talk about right now? I know there's like proprietary stuff you don't want to. Right. So, um, I mean, we mentioned it a little bit before uh, in previous conversations. There's Canversity. Mm -hmm. Um, So not a lot of people know about it, uh, except for close friends. Yeah. It's uh, a webcam um, site. Yeah. Where you can view. Uh, basically pay and view um, to talk to models. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, for the most part, our, you know, the audience is, you know, pretty well versed in, in most stuff. So they're yeah. not going to be like, you know, it's, this isn't going to grandma. She's, you know. Exactly. Yeah, people know what the, what the campsites are. But that is, I mean, that's a super interesting, like, uh, you know, industry and like, you know, thing to get into. Right. So, I mean, how how'd that all, you know, come about? So it's about eight years now. Um I started a company called Materia Entertainment with my brother mm-hmm. and a couple of his friends from high school. 
And um, it all started basically when my best friend, uh, Karen, she uh, was getting kicked out of her home. Uh, she just broke up with her boyfriend and she was left with a uh, one-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, to her decision, she was uh, really wanting to make money fast to get uh, uh, home. Yeah, that's and a that's a desperate situation. Exactly, you know? and she started saying like, um, I, "I'm going to start stripping," and mm-hmm. I, I felt like that was uh, that wasn't really a good thing to do. There's a lot of people that's associated with that business that are are really shady. Mm-hmm. And um, as a best friend at that time, I really didn't think that was uh, really a good choice. So mm-hmm. uh, because I was investing in different things at that time. Um, I was already in talks to, with my brother to make like a porn company, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, it seemed too sleazy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so we took a step back and did more research, and there was uh, people doing webcamming. Mm-hmm. So we um, thought it would be really great to start off with um, with Karen as our, our first model, mm-hmm. and she was doing so well. She was making uh, almost a grand a day. Oh yeah. shit! So her first month, she you know did over $24,000 in, in revenue. Her first month? Her first month. That's crazy, yeah. man. And it, it rose for, uh, it Where rose do for I that. sign up for this? Do they have like a, a reverse Well, you need to do all the health stuff first and then we'll talk. Oh, okay. <laughs> you sounded very much like Mac right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, like you kind of wanted to see that. Yeah, yeah, go do the health stuff, dude. And then we'll, look, we'll yeah. have a look at you. I've been watching a lot of Always Sunny lately. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah. that's that's I, I love that you said that though because you know it's not about the moral aspect that you were worried about the stripping. It was the sleaziness of like the business and like the types of clubs probably that girls get like into and you know the the, the kind of like um, slippery slope that it becomes. You know when they can get into there because then it could lead to probably other things am i am i right is that where you were kind of going with the idea for that exactly i mean if you've uh, done any type of research on it you automatically uh there's percentages of uh, women that get into it and they're sexually abused or molested or harassed um and also it's a, a dangerous the, industry yeah a lot yeah. of people who own the strip clubs are also drug dealers so that's what i would be thinking yeah of. like the, the kind of stuff that comes around with it and you know just like the kind of disrespect and uh the lack of you know them sticking up for themselves they don't have like unions and shit and like Mm -hmm. people sticking up for them it's like you know pimps and and you know lots of violence and drug money and and stuff around so yeah and just uh just knowing all those things it really turned me off and i was like i really didn't want my best friend to to get into that mess right you're you're good you're a good guy i I like to think so (laughs) i like to think so yeah whereas you know like some people like oh don't don't judge, you but, know, like that. Don't slut shame. It's like no, it's not it has nothing to do with that. It's like I'm concerned for the well-being of my friend, you know, like. Well, I mean, there, there's there's a level of that, and then there's a level of like also seeing, you know, opportunity kind of, you know, before it's like this this giant thing, you know, and having mm-hmm. the balls to kind of jump into something, you know, that's uh, you know, a little riskier, but exactly. you know. Ultimately, like you know, riding that wave on the edge. You're actually invested into all this Bitcoin right now when like. You know, I'm not. I'm not like a, a risk taker like that. I don't. I don't invest my money like that. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. You know, and well, now, this kind of shit. What you're talking about, that is the future of, you know, what what porn is now. Right, and I mean, it's it's blown up right now, and also uh, it's been it's getting mainstream. Like I'm sure you heard of Patreon and, and Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, those are basically different uh, versions of webcaming, but non-adult. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's this this like this kind of this. 
unusual like niche in like human need that's kind of going on right now that is the live event that we're all kind of sharing concurrently what's you Twitch? know so twitch uh is uh it used Are to be called justin tv oh um, man i don't yeah i don't, it, I don't get into I've, it. how has that not come up before <laughs> wow in, in uh, i i would have swore it has all right anyways sorry yeah. go ahead no you're, you're the rest of weed, so. <laughs> yeah i've um, literally dropped my twitch plug like yeah, in I, my plugs. You say you drop your plug, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, his butt plug. Yeah, oh yeah, it was that plug. Yeah. Um. So Twitch is actually a company that. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about. Oh right? man, because that would definitely be a topic, probably on on one of the. the, the I, I almost yeah. want to end the show right now. Just so that would never... <laughs> okay. Um, Go ahead. So it's based on. Uh, it's it's actually a company that's just recently been bought by Amazon. Uh, mm-hmm. Before that, it was called Justin TV, and it was uh, basically just people streaming their video game streams. And now it's actually become a lot more than that, where people are video game streaming and real, uh, was it real life streaming, where they can just yeah. stream their entire life. Yeah. Uh, it's been blowing up right now because. Some Truman Show shit? Yeah, it's some Truman Show. What the yeah. Fuck? yeah. So you can That's actually. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, no, dude, it is unreal Speaking what goes on that. It's like the number, it's like in the top 10. Top 10. Yeah, top That's 10. Viewed. Uh, yeah, of websites viewed on the internet, it wow. is gigantic, man. That place, I mean, it's no joke. You can you can log on. I mean, some of the bigger ones, you'll log on, and there's a hundred thousand people watching this guy play, uh, you know, play around known battlegrounds or something like exactly. that. You know, that's a popular one right now. Yeah, and I, I've been experiment like experimenting with the idea of like kind of when I just jump on the computer and just work for the day. You know, if I'm doing some designs or like working on some stuff, it's if it's a client that's kind of okay with that, or I'm just learning and stuff like that, I just. You know, flipping it on and seeing, you know, seeing it go through there. Maybe you teach somebody some stuff. I, I did that a, a, a little bit a little while ago, and I was like, right. oh, that was actually that was pretty cool. You know, yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah, you can you can watch people play games just like Phil. Um, so what I kind of if you kind of break it down, I've actually done a poll of why people view Twitch, and they were saying, well, it, it kind of fills the room up with a voice, you know, um, so that uh, most of the time we're playing video games by ourselves. And uh, by having a stream going, you, you feel like someone's in the room with it with you. Yeah. So actually, kind like of podcasts, like listening to podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it is very similar to that. Okay. You know. Yeah, I listen to you guys' podcast while I'm driving, so I don't feel so, like I'm alone. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah. It always it's always good to know that we're not the only two listening to ourselves. Like you know. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Definitely. Yeah. So it, it, a lot of people, you know, are listening to podcasts while you know they're driving. It's the best time to listen. And I, I would say, you know, we're we're seeing this giant resurgence of that. I think we're about to see, you know, an even bigger. I feel like we haven't even the dam hasn't even broken yet on you know live streaming and, and getting all these things out there. Right. And you're recognizing these things eight years ago. Yeah. You know, you have a, a true so entrepreneurial of, fucking spirit. Well, I, I, I yes, definitely. The reason why I even discovered camming in the first place was uh, I was a consumer of webcams. Mm-hmm. Uh, being able to talk to someone over the internet and connecting with them, it, it felt really good. I was mm-hmm. a video gamer, mm-hmm. um, so basically I was in my, my my room by myself all the time. So being able to talk to someone, I even didn't uh, pay her or um, or get it to do sexual things. Yeah. Having her having her just simply talk was enough for me. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's a connection that we're kind of you know we're missing there's there's a big chunk of that where yeah. really that live interaction is missing right yeah. and yeah i mean i can get that. it's why i don't ever want to do it because i'm afraid i'm gonna love it and then like there goes all my fucking money well that's <laughs> you know what that's when i do art like a lot of people think i'm the weirdest person because i like listening to shows where there's dialogue where there, it feels like there's somebody else in the room because i don't like just listen to music because then i feel 
like nobody else is in the room. Like I need somebody else talking to feel like somebody else is there for right. some reason. It's really weird. Well, I, so I feel like, I feel like we're all kind of noticing that. I mean, it's like it's why so many people have. I mean, I don't know if you guys are the same way, but people have the TV on in the background, you know, oh, a lot yeah. for anything shit that you're not watching. Anything I had like, the, how do you do your homework with the TV on? It's like I just do. Like I have yeah. to have it on. Like I have to feel like there's something else. going Yeah, that's on that's what that's getting at. You know. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure everybody can everybody can relate to that. Speaking of the Truman Show, back to what we was talking about earlier. Did you see that documentary with Jim Carrey? Um, Jim Carrey on Netflix. Yeah. Is that the one? No. Yeah. You watched it? It's the one on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. It was it was quite intense. I didn't believe he was that um, a method actor like that. Well, the thing is, I'm still kind of like, do you think that it was completely for real, or do you think that like they had planned? Is that, that? is like, that about Truman, when he played Truman? Andy Kaufman? Yeah. So, yeah. do you know what the documentary is about, though? No. So basically, I know the movie, but I don't know so yeah, that movie. He played Andy Kaufman, and um, you know that like. It, it's not hard to imagine him being a method actor, somebody who goes like deep into his role, but the extent that you see in this documentary is like insane. And you're like, you know, you're left to wonder at the end, at least I was a little bit like, whether it was some sort of like put on from the beginning, like they foresaw that, especially like with the Truman Show. Was the Truman Show before that or after that? I think that was after. After? Because he blew up with all those. Was it? No, I think, I thought it was before. Okay. Because, yeah, either way, it's very much like it could be something that they had planned and like make it seem like that's the way he was all the time or it's real and he was on like really on another level and you know the reason why they didn't release it was apparently because universal at the time didn't want it being seen by people because they didn't want it to look like he was a complete asshole because i mean the way he explains it and romantic like it, you know it's definitely about the um the art and you can appreciate it now but in the time man on the moon was the year after Okay. Wait, one more time? Man, Man on the, the Moon was the year after. Oh, okay. So, you know, maybe it was something kind of like some sort of project that they done back then. But if it was real, it's, it's crazy because, you know, his thing is that he really just became him and like would not break character. And it's it's kind of like the Andy Kaufman thing. Like, you know, you got you're really testing people's patience and you're really testing people's, you know, uh, ability to just like go with the joke and to like get in on the act rather than to like question it all the time. And he also goes into kind of, you know, just being really just, I think it's awesome. But like, you know, for, for a lot of people, when they listen to what he's saying, it's like, oh, that's crazy. You yeah. know, cause he's after doing all those drugs for his latest movie for the research, cause he's playing Terrence McKenna. And so he went on these, uh, I should say medicine, you know, he went on uh, the, psychedelics and just fucking he's like all about this is all nothing and you know like everything is nothing and nothing is everything like you know stuff that's not necessarily false but you're just kind of like what the fuck like what what happened to Jim Carrey you know but he yeah that's psychonaut babble yeah no I've, I've, I've seen a lot of that before and he's always been kind of an out there dude I, like I, I think he really was like that back the way yeah, yeah back down to like 23 so, and stuff too. like that that's where I kind of realized like oh this guy's a maniac but like, you know what? Yeah. One way or the other, though, like, I think it was... Hey, he was Ace Ventura, though, so I'm never going to say bad shit about him. I think it's in his mind one way or the other, but I think it was, like, real. You know, it was believable. Like, he really believed that he was Andy Kaufman or that he was in that role, and he fucking, like, damn. Yeah, <laughs> like, really tapped into it. Like, yeah. for some, anybody to have that sort of commitment to a role, whether they're conscious or not, that's a fucking feat, you know, yeah. to, like... 
whether he was aware of it or not, like it is, it's insane. But I thought it was great. Yeah, I, that that documentary really messed me up because I, I I saw like the reactions of how. Uh, when when Jim Carrey was treating them like badly, I was like, man, those reactions look legit. Yeah. So I I felt like they I, it was probably really legit. Well, it's kind of like watching Eric Andre. Like now, do you watch Eric Andre at all? What we're uh, talking about it out there. No. I, so you know, in his show, he'll go like, I think it's great. Like I like it a mm-hmm. lot. Uh, it definitely uh, think it's funny, and I see what he's doing. But there are times when he goes up to people on the street in New York. And does some shit that I'm just like, whoa, like, you know, it kind of makes me less like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. it makes me uncomfortable because, you know, this is some real life shit that he's doing and these are real people. And some of it kind of sucks. Like, yeah. you know, like he'll, like he's gone on there and like dropped a cake on somebody like on the thing and then like picked it up and they're like kind of chill. And then he drops it again, like obviously very intentionally. Yeah. And they're just like, what the fuck? And they're getting up and they're getting mad. And then you, you're kind of like wondering like, okay, like, can they even put this on there without like getting his permission? Like they paid these guys, right? Yeah. Like how much of, how much are they in on it? Yeah. And then you, you watch like the, you've never seen anything like it before because like, you know, maybe I, I've never watched Andy Kaufman, but maybe it's somewhat similar to that, but like where people, his guests on the, on the show come on mm-hmm. and he'll like just fucking weird him out like you know Jack Black was on there and Jack Black you could tell was definitely trying to go with it as much as he can because he's you know definitely uh, way into the acting shit too you know just getting into it yeah. uh, and he's he's all about a good joke but like you could tell he was super uncomfortable he was like what the fuck like the, like they're like shocking him and shit like stuff that you're like how do you get away with that you know and it's it's you know that's what I get sometimes when I see it like this is real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he really just does not give a fuck right. at all. <laughs> I think it's almost like that fine print thing. Like, I bet you it's in fine print, yeah. but no one really actually reads it, and well, they have to go with it. The ones that come on the show don't know. And that's why I don't know how long it's going to be able to last, because the, the word's getting out there. But, like, everybody so far, according to what they say for the Eric Andre show, they, yeah, you know, they, they come on, and they don't really know what they're getting onto. They just know he's a comedian. They tell him... Like, well, I think well, I think Jack Black and Jimmy Kimmel were the only two. I've heard him say that those are the only two that they've done where they knew what the show was before they came on. Oh, Everybody right. else did not know. Okay, so I was just talking to him about the Jack Black wine, and it still seemed as though, like, even though he knew and he was trying to be in on the act, there was still parts yeah, of it. Yeah, he said, he said like, they saved the craziest shit for him. They don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Right. Like, you, you can... Uh, and I actually, we just recently watched that one again, like, yeah, a week ago. And that shit... Like, it's so funny because... Because I knew that. I watched it again and you can tell the first thing that they do he's like in on it and then everything else after that he's yeah. like okay wait what the and he starts to fucking freak out that yeah. shit is actually really funny if you know that before that, like they're yeah. shocking him and shit he's like what the fuck he's like all right dude he's like this is not cool <laughs> I, love, I love jack black so i want to i definitely want to check that out yeah yeah that was a good one man he and then he gets like some like there's sometimes he gets like a like a, some rappers or whatever that are just like like kid Wiz Khalif on there and Wiz Khalifa was like fucking like not having it but then he was also like laughing because he you know like he it's almost like Eric Andre didn't want to piss him off too much like, without making him laugh, so he did that. But who was the other? Ti like fucking punched him, <laughs> like wow. fucked him up. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, watch. I'm just afraid you're gonna drop my glass here. Oh my bad. It's a radical show. Um, super. I think it's a lot like probably what um, you know Andy Kaufman was like back in the day, where he just didn't give a fuck. You know, right. he was going just out there anything. just testing people. You know, testing their patience. Yeah, well, if, if, if you have a chance, uh, you can go back and listen to an old interview with him and uh, Marin. They did a really good one. It was very like informative on like who he is and the process and and all that in right. typical like gruff Marin fashion. So that was actually that was really interesting to know to like see that and then watch the show again and, be, and have this whole different 
appreciation for that kind of shit. Um, but yeah, man, you know, let's, let's, you know, we're kind of, uh, we're, you know, coming up on our, uh, our final lap here. And so, you know, before we go, I wanted to have you take us from, you know, we, we told a little bit of the origin story about, you know, how all that started to, to, you know, to right. Canberra today. Right. So just to kind of, uh, speed things through, um, after I got started and saw the potential with Karen, uh, um, my, my brother and I and his friends, we um, took our all our investment money and uh, built a, built out a studio. And basically, a studio allows models uh, to not work from home, and they would come to a place to work. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was beneficial to a lot of like uh, single mothers or or um, you know uh, people that you know still lived at home. Yeah. So we we definitely blew up there, and. After year, uh, five years of doing that, uh, we, uh, I met my uh, friend at the, uh, my my business partner Veronica, and mm. she was making so much money that she wanted to invest with us. So she uh, bought a bought out some of our partners, and um, after a couple months, we decided that we should create our own website because we're paying our websites um, that we're have our models on fifty uh, percent. Oof. And uh, that's quite a lot of money, especially when all they're doing is hosting your mm. video stream. Yeah. We could have created a, a website per uh, for each model, and and only it, it would cost us like ten percent to mm-hmm. keep up and running. Um, but then we saw potential of having uh, all these users on the website, so uh, we started talking things over, and we decided to come up with Canversity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it first was supposed to be a knowledge website for models to learn about webcamming and how it doesn't have to be uh, such like a sleazy thing. It can mm-hmm. be uh, just for models to talk to lonely people. Yeah. And um, it kind of evolved where people were saying, well, why are you stopping there? Why don't you create a website that actually looked after the models? Because a lot of the other websites, they were just like, um, they were ran, ran from these people that you never met before. And they're just collecting money and not helping the models. The web, the websites were getting outdated. They almost looked like they were made in the uh, the millennial. Uh, yeah, like the web one point two k. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Canversity was just starting to become something that everyone started to love. We uh, shot out the ideas with some of our models, um, and a, a lot of people liked the idea. And after we started um, launching the the what is it the mailing list on our website. You know, we started getting uh, hundreds of uh, signups per day, and uh, we're not launched right now. We're in beta, um, but uh, it's been growing to almost uh, over like two hundred thousand uh, regist- pre-registered users. And, wow! Yeah, yeah, we have uh, several models that are work- using the beta right now, and uh, they're loving the interface. And uh, we've gotten investors um, up to ten million like dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're playing with real big serious money, you know. Awesome. And I and I, you know, we we've worked together, you know, pretty closely for a long right. time until I get, you know, little updates here and there, and just the numbers that you throw out, like you know, like hundreds of people a day, you yeah. know, two hundred thousand like active, like in the, in the beta. That those are crazy to me, right. you know. Yeah. It all starts with this, with this, you know, one little idea that kind of grow just they keeps growing on top of the other. And, and, you know, the way that you put that though, I, I, I kind of didn't realize that like, you know, your, your real insight, you know, to like being that successful was taking care of these people. Like I wouldn't have even thought of that when you, when you said you're setting up a studio and right. you know, it's a, a dedicated space for them to go and work. I, I you know, I would have thought, Oh, why wouldn't you just do that? 
But, you know, you, when you put it like that, I'm like, fuck, that's crazy. Yeah, I wanted to give a, a safe place for models to work. Because um, when I was doing research, you know, I looked up the top model studios in Vegas and uh, in Orange County. Uh, I actually visited one in Orange County, and it was right across the street from Orange Coast College. Uh, oh, really? The, 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 the guy was a, a drug dealer. He basically, oh, okay. he basically had the girls living there for free um, as long as they bought a certain amount of drugs a week. Jesus uh, Christ. So that, like, I, uh, I actually had to save a lot of those girls because they were top earners, um, but they were just in a bad environment. So when I told them about my place, which is like fully remodeled and mm -hmm. uh, they had, you know, our fridge is always soft with food. Like they, they loved it and they were in there for, um, for quite a while. I mean, shit, if you got to like sign a W2, like that's a very comforting thing. You, know, you don't realize yeah. that until you've been on one end of the spectrum and you're, you're going to that. But that's cool, man. So I know that's like it's something a little bit more down the road, but it was just a super interesting thing I kind Definitely. of wanted to bring out. Yeah. So Pixarity's doing real well. You got yeah. any big, uh, you know, kind of projects coming up? Uh, so we just got done with uh, doing Jaguar and uh, Kia and Lexus. So those are the th three major cars. <laughs> right on, yeah, man. So um, I'm, I'm looking at doing a UFC next. Oh, uh, cool. Right, yeah. So uh, you remember our uh, coworker, Nick? Mm -hmm. He's helping me get into that network, and they're local to Huntington Beach, so just trying to uh, grow our, our business in the corporate market. Yeah, that's great. I mean, every time I talk to you, you've got some new, like, Fortune 500 company client. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, I just did the, uh, you know, the, like, Oscars after party or some shit like that, you know? Well, that, that, uh, the, that was what uh, the um, American... No, actually, the music awards. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 cool stuff, man. You know, and you just you kind of did the rebrand, uh, you know, a few months ago, and it looks beautiful. Right. Man. Yeah, it used to be called the Insta Booth, but we had an issue where a lot of people loved that name and started copying that name, and we wanted to create something unique. So we actually hired a company that was uh, uh, their whole job is to brand your company and. Uh, they came up with the name Pixarity, and we fell in love with it. Yeah, no, it was it was it was well done, man. And you guys are always, you know, always available for, uh, you know, for whatever stuff's coming up. You know, yeah, that, exactly. that's how many how many booths you got running right now? So we have four internally, um, and what I mean by that is that that those are the ones that we can use anytime. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have uh, photo booths that are traveling with companies uh, mm. that they are leasing from us. Uh, so we actually train them on how to use it, and they can set it up at any of the events that they have. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, so you got it going from all ends. Exactly. Damn, man. Well, that that is impressive. So I think as we're kind of, you know, coming to a close, you know, I mean, your, your entrepreneurial, uh, you know, expertise, you know, is inspiring, especially for somebody who is, you know, we're all, you know, in the same age range here, just in our right. late 20s and what you've been able to do. Do you have any, you know, advice for somebody who's hungry or who, you know who might be hearing you and thinking like oh i, I kind of think like that too you know but what do you wish somebody told you right so um one, one of the advice that i've been giving out to a lot of my friends lately is just kind of go with it a lot you're afraid that someone might steal your idea no idea everyone has ideas uh but if you're the original creator of the idea uh the, no one else can replicate that um so if you go out and do it even just the first step uh, for steps, you'll 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 do something big with it. Um, but if you're afraid of talking about it, um, then you won't get any true feedback. 
and you'll be afraid that you know someone might steal it which is honestly if someone steals it and they try to do what you do they're not going to do it the same as you you have done there's millions of photo booth companies out there but i'm doing it differently than someone else yeah there's a bunch of insta booths out there yeah, you know exactly, and now yeah. you're doing your thing and it's you know more right. successful than ever man and that's a that's a theme that we kind of hit quite often on the show it's just you know get over your fear of, of doing it or whatever mental block is holding you back and just doing it exactly i remember when you were uh talking about doing the podcast and i'm just like hey like just do it yeah yeah no, that's 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 exactly how we started yeah. you know yeah we just just do it <laughs> he hit me with the idea and we said all right this is the day we start yeah. and if we're fucking completely unprepared we're doing it anywhere yeah you know yeah. and that's going to be the first episode so, yeah same thing I, I had that idea a long time ago from somebody said we should do it we should do a podcast and i was like yeah yeah but i wasn't like super super into just doing it yeah. and i was listening to it enough and it just clicked one day and it was like you know i'm gonna fucking i text him i'm like hey i got something to like propose to you you know and he's just like yeah come on by and so talked about it and fucking that month or so later we gave ourselves a date and then there we were doing it and uh it's been fucking awesome exactly <laughs> you know? right i yeah. mean if you if you didn't do it you wouldn't you wouldn't even know do we've learned so much like from people about friends that we know and just like there is there's so much interesting cool shit to be heard on just about any podcast really i mean you could like if you have a conversation with people as long as you're not super uninteresting or something you know like most of the podcasts i listen to i take something away from it you know and right. so we i feel like have awesome people like yourself on here really thank doing you for stuff. having me yeah, yeah we're, i mean we're just on. we're lucky to know people like you yeah you know? like you know like it's it's we're, we're trying to show that you know you guys are out there we're all out there we're all doing this you know we're like hustling we're grinding we're finding different ways to make it happen for ourselves, exactly. you know, and we're finding maybe what works for us. And there's a lot of kids out there that have fucking, you know, they're just kind of like a little bit naturally ahead of others when it comes to just knowing when something's a good idea or when, you know, something yeah. can make some money or whatever and capitalizing on it. So, and I say that in a good way, like, you know, you're capitalizing on a good opportunity and right. it's, you know, it's like, uh, I need, I need to do some of that shit. I need to get up and just do it. <laughs> something that we all have in common is you didn't really know how to do podcasts before. I didn't know how to do a cam business or a or, photo or anything. Yeah. I still don't. Yeah. <laughs> Who does it? Like, so, I, I'm just like here talking in the mic. That's what happens. Yeah, we, we never we, we never went to school for this, right? No, so exactly. You gotta mm -hmm. take you gotta take chances. It's like magic school yeah. bus. You know, make mistakes. If you're interested <laughs> yeah. in something, you will learn it. If you yeah. want to learn it, you will learn it. And that's been my thing. Not everything has been for me because I'm not interested in it. It's uh, you could call me lazy with it, whatever you want. I just don't want to learn it. But yeah. when I do want to learn it. I get into it. Exactly. Right? So, um, yeah. People. Well, yeah. Well, thank you. Well, uh, once again, thank you for, thank you for coming on the show with us. Is there, uh, you know, what do we drive people to? How do people find, uh, you know, Pixverity if they're having a party and they want to really add something unique and cool to that party? So it's uh, Pixarity, P-I-X-A-R-I-T-Y dot co, C-O. Okay. And um, someone has a dot com. They... They want $35,000 uh, $35, for sons yeah. of bitches. Those URL squatters. I exactly. hate those people, man. So, um, yeah, but that's cool, all right? Pixarity.co and, of course, all the social media. Exactly, all Pixarity. All, you got you got Pixarity, though. Exactly. No social media squatters. Nope. That is good, man. That's good. Yeah. Any, uh, I mean, I know you got your fingers in a lot of pies, and, you know, we, of course, we'll have you back once ever, you know, other stuff is uh, kind of go ready to go up. But anything you want to push people to besides Pixarity, though, today? Uh, if you'd like to go on uh, Camversi, you can check out our Instagram. So it's uh, C-A-M-V-E-R-S-I-T-Y. And, um, you know, enjoy some girls. They're just uh, <laughs> flaunting whatever they got. Yeah, no, yeah, get you know, get excited for uh, when they get past the beta stage on that one. Exactly. Anything um, else? 
No, no. <laughs> I think that's about it. Well, of course, do not forget to follow us on social media at Let It Bleed Cast on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're always posting some fun stuff up. And, of course, make sure that you subscribe to the show however you get podcasts. You know, rate us up on iTunes. That whole shebang that helps us up. It helps us spread the good word Yeah. with our dear friend Michael Bowie here. Follow us. That follow is... Us. It, yeah. yeah. Well, we got Hood Red stuff with three Fs on Instagram, myself, we, Phil, nobody cares. And nobody cares, Phil. Yeah. Instagram, Twitter, you figure it out. I say it so much. It's okay. We do have uh, the Psychedelic Lions Den, Art in the Park, Volume 2, uh, Giving the Gift of Art, coming up on December 17th. That's a Sunday from 10 a.m. till whenever we decide to leave the park. It's always fun. We just come, we make art, uh, have a good time, eat bomb ass food. And this time it's a toy drive. So you bring a toy, you get a free art print, um, and you also get entered into a raffle to win an original piece of art. So it's just a good way to get kids to, you know, give kids less fortunate something to open up uh, during the holidays. So, you know, definitely come on by and check that out and follow us on Instagram at psychedelic dot or underscore lions underscore den. That's it. Perfect, perfect. And of course, all the links to these are in the, uh, you know, the description of this episode. And actually, you just reminded me, sorry, one last thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't forget the RGL. Yeah, RGL no, Real party. Collective. We officially, you know, today we announced our uh, our next party to follow up the, uh, the House of Horrors 3. It is the 2017 after party. And so we're saying it's taking place on December 37th, uh, 2017. Yes, we are bending space and time. 2017, we're going to make it go that much longer because we're not going to sleep that whole time, all right? And that next Saturday, we're going to throw a sick-ass party to give 2017. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're doing it big. Now, January uh, 6th, 2018 is, uh, you know, we're going to kick off the year right with the 2017 after party. So, of course, follow us uh, at Regal Collective on, you know, all the social media, and that's where you're going to find the event on Facebook. All right. That's enough. Well, business for tonight. For on, Thank you for having me. Yeah, and as always, to all you listening out there, let it bleed. <laughs>